What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We are recording. Uh, are you ready to talk about some sex? Yeah, let's do that. Holy smokes. Well, I feel like we've been talking about sex a lot these last few days. Yeah, so... Um, we're on PEI. We're on PEI right now. You're here for basically less than... Almost less than 48 hours. I, la- I was in... So, I was in Toronto and Ottawa and then back to Toronto. Doing some sick boy stuff, doing some speaking, and came home and went straight to here, straight to Charlottetown. Well, no, you bedded. I spent the night at home in Halifax, but then woke up hella early. So at this point, it has been less than 48 hours. It has been. And we've done four interviews. We have. And uh, we're kind of banging them out because... You're going to uh, be gone from me. going to be gone for like... Another six weeks, kind almost of. Almost a month. Jeez. And... Uh, More than a month. Because I won't be home until this... 
Well, you'll be here. You'll be on on PEI until the end of October, <sighs> and then so I leave to... mid October, and I don't get back until the first the end of the first week of November. That so, is a lot. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, but we are so dedicated to the people who love this show mm-hmm. that we are literally beating ourselves to death trying <laughs> to get the recordings out so that people can still listen. While we can't record. I'm really glad, though, that we just took 20 minutes and watched a show because we, we haven't done anything together except record since you've been here. I know. It's been really stressful. I've had a bit of a shit day. Uh, we've lost. We, we, we lost two episodes today, one of which was a host episode that you and I recorded like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Which fucking sucks because it was great. And then another one was an episode that we recorded with a ho- with a guest who was from out of town, which fucking sucks because that was great. Yeah, it's been a technical nightmare, mm-hmm. but babe. We're trudging through. We're making this happen. And you know what? Today's episode, what we're gonna show everyone today, is mm-hmm. one of these episodes that we recorded while we we're here on the island. And he was fucking great. Yeah, it it's a, a conversation I've been waiting to have for a while. It's been ooh. It's been kind of in the works for a while, so I'm mm-hmm. glad we got to sit down with that yeah. that fella. Yeah, so, uh, you know, shitty day aside from that, it's been nice to be here on the island. Yeah. You know, uh, we got a bunch of recordings in. I got to go hang out with uh, uh, Donovan, our, our mutual friend Donovan, who also does the mastering for all the Sick Boy episodes. Yeah. Took him out for a lovely dinner. And, uh, and. Went on a date. I got laid last night. Baby, baby. Yeah, it was like this very impromptu kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, while I was Wait, out with Donovan. You and Donovan? <laughs> yeah, we fucked. <laughs> no, Donovan. No, we Donovan and I were out, and then uh, just kind of happened to fall into this scenario where I grabbed a drink with a, a stranger, someone I had never met before, mm-hmm. and um, met them last night, and things went really well, mm-hmm. and had had uh, a fun time had a fun time it's funny because i was in bed by ten thirty last night uh because my shtick lately has been getting up at five to like knock three hours of work out of my way before 9 a.m which i really enjoy right that's so early man. it's really early but it's the most peaceful time to be awake i agree there's something about the air Something How about this. would you know? I've been up at those times. I have to go to the airport at those times and yeah, stuff, right? That's true. There's something about the sound. The well, lack it's of silent. Sound. Yeah. And and it's different than after dark at the end of the day. Like it's dark, it's sleepy. You're right. There is something about the air that kind of like feels um sleepy as well. Mm-hmm. There's almost more air to breathe because less people are out in the world breathing it. That may, you know what? That sounds like bullshit, but I feel like that's totally right. <laughs> uh, it's <coughs> it's a good time, and it's funny because this time of year, where the clocks haven't been set back yet, the amount of time like before it gets light, it's pretty crazy, and it's so gradual when it, it happens. It, it's like it's not even light at like seven. No, I know. Yeah. And you wait and you come into the light and then you're like, geez, Louise, I, anyway, 
I didn't have sex. Uh, I didn't get laid and like end up having a phenomenal date. But I did get up at five and got some work done. There you go. Hey, <laughs> look at that. I got home late. Yeah, I got home. I was home at like two. Yeah. You're so um, good at coming in quietly and I try. I try my best. Respecting my sleep. Yeah, I try to. I try my best. I didn't yeah, want to wake you up. No, I know. Um, I thought you would have assumed that I ended up on a date or something, but I guess you had no idea until I told you today. Yeah, like halfway through the day. I know, and I, I honestly had no, I had no like plan. It just really just kind of happened out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but okay. So I wanted to talk to you about this. This I thought this was so fucking funny. You know, we always talk about how I, I have no idea when someone's flirting with me or like, I don't know how to flirt. Yeah. This, this date almost didn't go anywhere. It was like this very, uh, it was a very pleasant, very nice like conversation Yeah. over a beer. And, um, it lasted like maybe about an hour and a half of just like shooting the shit. And then I was kind of like in my head, I was going, okay, they're not into it. I mean, they're into the, the, the time spent yeah. in the conversation, but I don't, they're not into this. Um, you know, like this isn't going to take the next step, I don't mm-hmm. think. So just kind of called it a night. I, I jokingly said, I guess this would be the time in the date where I'd ask you if you want to come back to my place, but my wife's back there and mm-hmm. can't really do that. <laughs> like <laughs> trying to like gauge whether or not she was like, well, you can come back to my place, but she didn't say anything else. So I was like, Oh yeah, okay. So like this is it. Yeah. This is it. Yikes. So we step outside and she was like, "I'm parked up here." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Well, I'm I'm actually like parked over here in the opposite direction." And she goes, "Okay, well, thanks a lot." And I was like, "Okay. Uh Can I kiss you? Is that okay?" And she was like, "That would be more than okay." And the response that I got was like, "Wait a minute. That's not what I was picking up at all." No. It it's more than okay, so I said okay, and I went and I did it, and we had the, it was a very nice, like pleasant kiss, and then we started walking away again. And I was like, thanks a lot, and she's like, yeah, thanks a lot, but she was like really slowly, like walking away, like she wasn't walking away, yeah. and I was, and I was like, I'm I'm just parked right here. If you want to like come over, we can make out in my car, and then oh. she like giggled and I laughed, and then she was like, <laughs> have a good night, and I was like, okay, yeah, have a good night. And then I turned again. I was like, I wasn't kidding about that. And she was like, are you serious? And I'm like, I'm dead serious. And she was like, I would love that. And then started skip, like running over to the car. And oh, again, I was God. like, Wait. no, not what you were putting out there, but. And then one thing led to another and it went from that to us, um, finding a place to park and had a time. Oh, I see. Yeah. In the car? In the car. It's full of fucking dog hair. That's what I said. I was like, look, this is like, it's got a lot of dog. No, I don't care. Let's do it. Let's do this. Wait, where in the car? In the back? In the whole back of the car. All the seats down. Dude, it is but nasty I back know. There. It's fucking filthy back there. Like I know. four plus dogs Babe, ride to the lake and back every day. Back I know. There. But you know that feeling where you're like, you're so... It's you like it. so on. Yeah. We were both just like from that moment, once it, once the floodgates opened, it was like, we are doing this. We are doing this and we, and, we, and we did it. Wow. And you know what? Oftentimes a first time hookup, like a first time lay is very like, um, oftentimes Tentative. it's like, yeah, it was like, no, that was, that was okay. 
you know, it's it's never like it's it's real rarely really mind blowing. <clears throat> this was like really it was like really compatible sex. Yeah. yeah. It was so it was just so great. Well, that's cool. And then it was over and it was like, okay, cool. I like I don't live here, you know. I probably won't see you unless you come to Halifax or if I come back and it was like, yeah, great. I, it was really enjoyable. Let's like nice. Go our separate ways. Cool. Yeah. Well, good for you. That makes today a little less shitty. Yeah. Today sucked, but Yeah. That was kinda there was that was that was the redeeming quality of today. One of the chats we had today was about how I think we both came to this like conclusion or this revelation that like taking care of yourself sexually or having a a healthy sex life is really important for your overall mental well being. Totally. And your probably your physical health as well. I mean I remember, maybe this was just a line, but I remember when we first started having sex, you telling me that doctors were like, actually, sex is really good for you with that CF. Is, that is actually something my doctors once said. Wow. Because it's a, it's a really great Cardiovascular sort of workout. high intensity <laughs> uh, interval tr- training almost, <laughs> you know, like it's a, it's, it's its own like form of like hit exercise. Yeah. Because uh, it does get your heart rate up. Yeah. I'm always super out of breath. After a good make fuck sesh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know. Well, I love that. I'm really happy for you. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I had no idea when you came home <coughs> and got into bed next to me, and no idea till about halfway through the day. But I also kind of like that part about it. What do you, why? Why do you like that part about it? Well, because it just makes me feel like. I don't really know. I don't know why I like it. I guess I like it because I like feeling that we are individuals within our relationship. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, to the most extreme expression of that, we're doing this polyamorous thing or we are polyamorous or we see other people. And when that (laughs) happens and I don't feel like, hey, I should have been in the know about that. Then I feel I feel like, oh, we're doing okay. Yeah, it, yeah. It, there is something nice about that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, although I was curious, did you not tell me right away for a reason? Or no. You just didn't question. No, no, it? no, not at all. Huh? It literally just came out. Yeah. I think because part of me assumed that you, you. No, I had no idea. But then, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, how the fuck would you even have known? <laughs> well, you did say you might try to set up a date while you were here, and I was like, you're here for literally two nights, and I mean. We never go to bed at the same time, so I could. I assumed that it wasn't last night because you were going out with a friend, but then, then when you were like, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go out tonight or whatever," I was like, "Hmm, I guess you're not going to set up a date." Yeah, right. Well, yeah, well, you know, it, it was it, also I, I Becca had been well informed because mm-hmm. she was up, she was awake. Yeah. So maybe I just like you know how you you kind of you feel like you already had the conversation. You know how it's like when you get a text and you read it and then you go, "Oh, you know what." I'm going to respond like this, but in a second. And then you put it down, but then you kind of feel like you responded. All the time. That, it was kind of, I feel like it was one of those scenarios. Because I get up at five, and one of the first things I do while I'm like... Check your phone. Okay, it is my rule, my rule, when the alarm goes off, do not pick your phone up, get your feet on the ground immediately, before you have a second to go, well, maybe not this morning. Yeah. Maybe I'll sleep in. Put your feet on the ground, stand up, get the coffee. Okay. So I read a book. I didn't even read the book. I read a few chapters of this book uh, called The Creative Habit 
by Twyla Tharp. She's a choreographer. And I decided that, uh, is our recording still good? Babe, yes. I the just like watching me. I never see the computer you don't screen. See I'm like, this. what is happening yeah, over there? I'm going to turn this off. Don't look at that. <laughs> I'm handling the recording. Don't you worry about that. Um, just do your sweet little job. So she's a choreographer and she's basically just talking about her impression of the, of the uh, creative habit. And I, I, the first thing I read stuck with me so hard. The rest of the book, I was like, eh, this is kind of preachy. But the first thing she read was like creativity or expression of creativity for her was about creating a ritual. And she said yes. her ritual is, okay, so here she says, every morning I get up at, let's say five, <coughs> I put my sweatsuit on, I call a cab, I tell him to go to the gym, I go to the gym for two hours. Two hours? Or whatever. Whatever her her shtick is. Is she a fucking astronaut? She goes, the gym, the workout, is not the ritual. I do it every day, but it's not the ritual. The ritual is putting my tracksuit on, getting in the cab, and telling it where to go. Because as soon as I have completed that ritual, there's no turning back. Yeah, you're, so for, you're locked in. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, when I started get a, getting up at five, it was like, well, that's the only time that I can write without mm-hmm. being interrupted or by the dog or you or anybody who like has a question or anything. It's a clear space and time. But then when I read that and I had to reintroduce this habit that I wanted to do, which was getting up at five again, and I was like, the ritual would be putting my feet on the floor when the alarm goes off and setting the kettle on. And that is all I'm committing to. It's a great ritual. It's the only thing I'm committed to. Anything that happens after that, I could have my coffee and go right back to bed. But once the kettle's on, once the kettle's on, coffee's going to get made. Coffee's coming. And honestly, it only takes about 10 minutes before I'm like, and 10 minutes is a long time of going, I can't believe I'm fucking awake. Yeah. I'm going to go right back to bed. I'm way too tired for this. It's actually probably more like five minutes. By the time five minutes is up, I'm like, okay, I'm up. Mm-hmm. The most painful part is over. And that's really a big deal for me because when things feel shitty, I always feel like it's going to feel like that forever. Uh, but those first five minutes of waking up and not wanting to be awake are, they're fleeting. Babe, you're dropping the knowledge. I feel like this is, uh, there's some like tips here people can pick up. And, well, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's, uh, do you want to, do you want to hit this brain boner and we'll yes. throw it to this week's. Let's do it. This week's special episode, little, you dropped your phone on the floor there. So uh, we're both a little bit brain dead. We're a bit, we're a bit brain dead. I mean, we we recorded uh, four episodes. Was it just four? Four episodes? Uh, no, no five, five episodes five. in the last like yeah. forty-eight hours. And uh, yeah. And I had to reschedule. I had to cancel too because the day was just too cancel too. And I accidentally <laughs> deleted two. Yeah. I didn't accidentally delete two. It's fucking. I don't even want to fucking Technology. talk about it. Technology. You're Fuck. having a rough day. And Man, I'm telling you, if I didn't have sex last night, like really good, enjoyable sex last night, today mm-hmm. would be the fucking worst. <laughs> it's so interesting because I've seen oh. you have bad days before and sometimes you like punch the couch or get up and stomp I'm, around or I don't swear do, or whatever. I've, I've stopped that. I've actually, oh, that's yeah, I've actually cut that out. That's great. Um, because you could have. Yeah. And 
when I walked into the house, I'd walked the dog and I walked in the house and you said, I feel sick. And I was like, oh no, you're on PEI. Strep throat is going around. What do you feel? And you just looked at me and you were like, I think these episodes just got deleted. And I was like, I came over and I watched you try to like troubleshoot it. And I put my hand on your back and I was like, there's really nothing I can do here. But I want you to know that like in the grand scheme of things, it's okay. And also, I'm going to get the fuck out of here and yeah. let you just deal with that because and I'm I glad can't you did. Even... I'm glad you gave me that space because it was like, I don't know. I just needed. And it wasn't just it wasn't just two terms. No, fuck, I know. it wasn't just two turn me on episodes. I know I we've I've lost. I don't even know if I should be saying this right now, but I've lost, like there was there was a large batch of unaired sick boy episodes mm-hmm. that have been deleted. Anyway, what the fuck ever. We don't have to talk That's about this right now. That's a rough day. It's a rough fucking day. I'm tired. Yeah. But I feel so fucking grateful and elated that we have this little project that we can do together and that there's people out there who want to hear the shit that we get up to and hear the conversations that we have. That's uh, that's it. That's all. I'm just I'm like, glad we saved this part for the very last thing we do before you go because mm-hmm. this it's always just my favorite thing to be Me too. doing this with you. Me too. Let's hit this brain boner and then we'll give a couple little sort of uh, we'll give a couple little things on what people should expect over the next couple months considering that you and I are away from each mm-hmm. other for the next month. Yeah. Um, but let's let's hit this brain boner. Let's all let's right. get to it. So this came in really recently from Hannah. My name is Hannah. I'm a big fan of Turn me on and love what you guys are doing. Haven't heard much in the topic of virginity. I wasn't sure if there was a reason, but I thought I would give it a whirl. We um, hate virgins. Yeah. Uh, do you, uh, unless you're up for being a sacrifice in one of our monthly rituals at the on the full moon. But. Oh, God. That rough territory right now with that whole Nexium podcast coming out. Oh, I don't know what that is. Oh, babe. Yikes. It's a, is it about human sacrifices? No, but it's about this really fucked up like sex cult that was going on in L.A. And there's a bunch of female actresses that were a part of it. <gasps> and actually, someone asked me if I knew one of them because she's from Vancouver is a yoga instructor and an actress and she was wrapped up in it. And I was like, no, she, I think I don't know who she, I know who she is, but I don't know her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, was she no, sacrificed? No, they weren't sacrificing people, but they were branding women and there <gasps> were, there was a really fucked up sex cult. We, we you know what? We'll talk we about gotta it. Get into Maybe that. you and I can listen to the whole thing Let's and we can talk it. about it. It's called okay. Nexium something uncovered. Okay. It's going to be actually the same podcast is going to be a part of the, Hot Docs podcast playlist, or sorry, Hot Docs podcast festival oh, okay. in Toronto that Sick Boy is a part of on November 5th. So All right. anyway, we can talk about it. Sorry. Oh man. I, okay. Let's get back into it. Here. All right. So Hannah, we love virgins. We love you. <laughs> Hannah is a 23 year old. Uh, I'm a 23 year old and I have had only one serious relationship that lasted little over a year. We fooled around quite a bit, but neither of us felt ready to have sex. Fast forward over two years later, we have been broken up for some time. Here I am, ready to bang until I see stars, but I would really prefer to have my first time be with someone special, not a rando. Every time I've tried to push myself into that, I get strong anxiety, even when someone goes in for a kiss. Should I hold out for the next serious relationship? Should I push through that severe anxiety and deal with the aftermath? Should I hire someone? Any advice on the idea of losing virginity? Welcome. Oh. Oh, should I hire someone? That's that's the 
complete opposite of someone special. Um, well. I, I mean, well, okay. So let me let me say this. I I don't think that um, losing your virginity to someone special really fucking matters. Mm-hmm. I think what I think what matters the most is losing your virgin- virginity to someone that you feel comfortable and safe with. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that it has you have to be in love with them. Mm-hmm. You know, like the idea of of a a, a friend who is uh you know, you find sexually attractive but you're also not in in <clears throat> interested in like a long-term relationship and you you know that you feel safe with this individual and having sex with them like that to me sounds like a way better scenario than i mean you know i, I don't know i i think i agree with you to the point of it being someone you feel <laughs> safe and comfortable with and i think you can feel that with someone that you're paying for sure yeah if, yeah, yeah, if, yeah yeah you know you're right if they're like a good a sex worker who is like listens to what your thoughts are, your needs are, and is like, okay, how can we make this happen for you and make it really enjoyable? Um, I think a lot of times. Is there a lot of male prostitutes out there? I don't think there's a lot. No, but I I don't really there's, know. There's got to be some. Yeah, I, I would imagine it'd be a little more challenging. Probably be harder to find them. Yeah, I would guess. So maybe that's not an option, but. Let's say, so let's say that's off the table. I'm um, always looking for n- new uh, money. Oh, yeah? Yeah, sure. Oh, well, well, well. Hannah. She didn't say where she's from. Well, Might be. you know, I'm traveling around a lot of the next. pay for the plane ticket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm joking people, sort of. I think, I think there is something to... Um, fetishizing losing your virginity and like it you know for a lot of people we speak to especially it's not always the most like glamorous experience it's not always the most satisfactory experience um so you could choose in choosing someone who's a professional which which we're gonna say you're not gonna do but the great thing about that is that you have the, the control to say I want this to be a really pleasurable experience for me. Yeah. So I want to, I want, I want this to be catered this way. Yeah. And they're professional. They're going, I know how to do that. It's what I do for a living. Here is what here. I am offering you what you have hired me for. Yeah. Right. So in that case, maybe it doesn't have to be someone you're emotionally committed to, but it's someone who is committed to making sure that you're having a really great Mm -hmm. first experience. You know what? As I've, much as possible. I I really dig that that what you said, and and you know, like I I'm, I know that the first thing that came out of my mouth was like hiring someone wouldn't be yeah special, um, but what I meant from that is like it wouldn't be like the, the typical like not something you're going to tell your uh, children about. Yeah, maybe, totally right. But or but your but you're parents right. Parents at Thanksgiving. You're right. It could be it could be really special in that it made you feel totally taken care of in the way that you got what Mm. you needed. But the other thing too, is that like, uh, this might, this might be a little weird. Eh, no, it won't be weird for you to hear. It might be a little weird for her to hear, but, uh, but I don't know if she actually listens to the podcast, but our, one of our best friends, um, 
Maybe we'll just leave her name out of it just yeah. for, just because. Definitely. Uh, when we were in university, I remember she said to me, uh, I've never had an orgasm before. Mm. And here's the thing about this friend is she is she is a bombshell. Right. She is so gorgeous. It's yeah. in, it's I mean, you you go out walking down the street with this this woman. She'd turn your head. People's heads are fucking turning. She is so beautiful. But she's always been a sister to me. Mm-hmm. She's always been, always been a very close, very platonic friend. And we've never had any sort of... We've never been into each other that way. Yeah. But when she said that to me, I remember thinking to myself, like, I, I'll do that for you. I don't know if I have the ability to, but I will... I will, as a, as your best friend, mm-hmm. try. I will try to to give that to you with zero strings attached. Mm-hmm. And I was so willing and so like, but I never said it to her because I was like, ah, but you know what? This might this could totally like freak her out and yeah, be something that would just like, you know, yeah, be detrimental to our friendship. So I just I never said I never said a word, but. When I, whenever I, and I've thought back to that moment a number of times and I still stand by what I thought. And I, if I could go back, I probably would say it. Mm-hmm. If I could go back in time, I'd yeah. probably be like, Hey, I will like, I'll be there for you in that way. If, if that's what you want. Yeah. And I, when I hear someone who writes in about something like this, where Hannah's case, um, I, it makes me wonder, like, do you have a friend? Do you have like a, do you have a friend that you, you think that you look at and you say, um objectively this person is very attractive mm-hmm. and i could see myself being aroused by this person but i don't have any strings attached to this person that are like actually like connecting me to that that sensation or that feeling or or hunting for that yet i could see myself getting into it and friends are yeah, great. Friends Maybe great, great idea. Great things to have, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of a... Yeah, I mean, that could be... The thing is, is your first time is going to be awkward and probably a little weird. bit confusing anyway. Yeah. But you, if you have someone you're really comfortable with and you can relax your body and breathe and like laugh a little bit, but like take your time with... Definitely. Then you could set yourself up for success. I get that you're ready to bang until you see stars. Uh, but you maybe not yet because you haven't experienced it yet. So maybe just like feel like one step at a time. Yeah. You know, maybe you'll bang all night. Maybe your one first time will lead to two or three times in the same. Definitely. I mean, there's, it's not always (laughs) the case where someone's first time isn't great. Yeah. You know? That's true. I, I I honestly do think though it's like your first time if you're gonna do it and you and you want to set yourself up for success, one hundred percent, it has to be a scenario where you feel safe, mm-hmm. secure, and relaxed. Yeah. If you can if you can figure out how to set that up, whether that's with a friend where there's no strings attached, whether that's with a lover that you you feel like you would have their children in a heartbeat, whether that's with a professional sex worker who knows exactly what it is you're looking for and they can provide that for you, then that's okay, the way to go about it. Now I feel like we're putting a lot of pressure on Hannah for her first time 
to be perfect in this whole other way. It doesn't have you to be perfect. What? It doesn't fucking have to be. It, it, it could be, it could be, it could it be could complete shit. It could just be shit. a hurdle you need to fucking jump over. Yeah. You know what? But, and if it is going to be a rando, <laughs> wrap up. Uh, wrap up for sure. You know. Wrap up regardless. Wrap yeah. up no matter what. Yeah. And just like, just, you know, if you just need to get over with and just fucking rip the bandaid off and then. Just fuck and then let the fuck, the other fucks follow. I have all the faith in you that you are going to pursue a, a healthy and uh, exciting sex life. And the first time feels like a big hurdle, but honestly, you're not going to remember it. That's right. Because once you're over that hurdle, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's bang city. It's just, yeah, it's just rabbit time. It's one big blur of bunny fucking. Well, that was a thousand different answers. Uh, <laughs> I hope we took one of them and uh, apply it. And you know what, Hannah, keep us updated. I have a philosophy that when people ask for advice, they kind of already know what they want to hear. I think so too. Yeah, and I they're think you're like, right. they're like, for the most you part, you didn't say what I wanted, so I don't listen to your podcast anymore. <laughs> Dude, I fuck it. I hope not. I hope not. That's. <laughs> I just listen to Dan Savage's advice sometimes, and I'm like, wow, that's really. Good advice. It really is. But sometimes he's really brutal. He's brutal. Definitely. Sometimes he gives answers and people, the people that get that answer are like, fuck you. And I love that you just don't fucking see it coming. You never know. Someone's like his show questions, the brain boners he takes are recordings like uh, voicemails. Yeah, people call in. And so you're listening to it. I would it's love going to start on, that. And I'm this. in my head and I'm like, oh, we could we could start that. That'd be really fun. I'm we in my just, head going, just, oh, this schmuck is going to get nailed to the floor. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. And then Dan Savage will come on and be like, oh, I really feel for you. Yeah. Um, you know, and but he has this, he's been doing it for 30 years. So we just started that that uh, service with Sick Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sickboypodcast.com slash rant. Ooh. And people can leave us a message and we might play them on the show. We're, we're testing it out. So if it works out, Let's uh, do it. we, yeah, we should do it for turn me on. I'd love that. Okay. I'll talk to Brian about it and see if we can get a set up. That would be so fun. I'd love to hear your voices, your brain boner voices. Me too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear like, I want to hear, I love hearing people's voices and picturing how sexy they are. Oh. You ever talk to someone on the phone that you like? I, oh my god! I also don't know if I said. Oh, yes, I got a call the other day from someone that I uh, that <laughs> that I sort of work with in a way, but I've never met this person. Uh huh. But we we work together in that there's a lot of correspondence between the two of us based on uh, business. Okay. And it's all email, but they called me. The other day, because there was some stuff we had to work out, a lot of like confusing dates and things. And when I heard them, when I was talking to them on the phone, I couldn't help in my head just being like, you sound very attractive. <laughs> I'm really attracted to the way you sound. Yeah. And I just okay. kind of like wanted the conversation just to continue. And then I hung up the phone the, the rest of the, the day slash night. I was just kind of like, huh, that was a really nice voice. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think it's the same way that people feel about when they say how hot your voice is. Well, well, you're just saying that, and I'm thinking about how I still have some outstanding um, supplemental supplemental content for our Patreon subscribers, and there's this That's one story I, I really want to read, and I want you to hear it, and I know you're not going to because you're leaving tomorrow, and I'm going to have to record it on my own. But Well, I'll hear it when you record it, and then we put it up. Yeah, but that's really funny. I have had that thought 
and usually I it's usually some sort of tech IT person that I'm talking <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm like some yeah. guy from India who's telling you how to, you know, make make your phone bill work. You know what? Anybody who can just fucking do something that I don't know how to do and They're with hot. like and can explain it in yeah. a really non-judgmental, <laughs> yeah, right. really clear and supportive kind of way. I'm like, oh god. Thank you for walking so... through my my CRA account. Oh yeah. God. My well, online so CRA account. I've never had, I mean, if you're a nice CRA agent, it must be real easy for you to pick up over the phone because most of the CRA agents Fuck. I've spoken to on the phone are complete jerks. For sure. Um, all right. Well, uh, before we throw it to this week's episode, uh, I just want to say a couple of things. The first thing is, uh, so, you know, this is this is kind of the nature of, of podcasting, especially when when you, Bridie, and myself have two compl- other jobs that take us other places, and oftentimes we can't be in the same space. So we've recorded the amount of episodes that we need to get us through to when we're back in the same house, the back mm-hmm. in the same place, mm-hmm. uh, which will be somewhere around the date of like November 6th. Wow. Um, which is which fucking... from today, it's October 2nd at yeah. the time of this recording. That's over a month. So, but but here's the thing: we might have a bit of an issue with putting together the four plays. Yeah. So we're gonna, we're going to see what we can figure out. You know, there's their technology is a pretty beautiful thing, and there's ways we can do things. But if it if it just sound if if the quality of the sound is not as rich as could be, mm-hmm. then we might just we might just bypass the four plays for a couple of episodes. However, one thing I'm very grateful for is that the episodes we did record while we were here were fucking top-notch. Actually, yeah. one I, I think, I won't say who it is, but one of, I think, my favorite episodes of this entire season was here. And yeah. it's one that's very close to home. Yeah. So I'm really excited about people hearing that. So, we, you know, we'll see what we can fucking do, but we might just take a little, like, little foreplay hiatus. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. not. Yeah. And then the other thing is, if you're listening to this and you are a patron, uh, the September Patreon exclusive content will be coming out. Um, we're we're a little bit behind. Again, I was away. You know, Bridie's away. Uh, but it's going to be coming out in the next couple of days. So hold tight. Uh, be patient. You you will get all that bonerific content. Uh-huh. It's fucking coming. Uh, but uh, and yeah, we haven't forgot about you. <sighs> Let's fucking do it. Let's throw, All right, let's throw it to our our guest this week, uh, Mr. Dirk Gently. Dirk fucking Gently. <laughs> I don't even know why. I've been waiting to use that pseudonym for so long. For some reason, he walked in and I was like, yep, this, Dirk. this is the day. Um, he's a great guest. And uh, yeah, I, well, I, I, he's one of the he's one of the people that like when I hang out with for full surprises, 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, we'd be best friends. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, hope you love it as much as we did, and see you right on over on the other side. You have three kids? Yeah. Yeah. 
They're adults, though. Yep. That you don't look like you have three adult children. I know I get that a lot. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, but I a lot of it's more often than not I've been asked or we've been me and my oldest have been confused as couple as a couple. Oh, that must be awkward <laughs> for <laughs> them. That's, that's what happens when you have a daughter at eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> yep, There's no okay, real so anyway. You, you had a kid at eighteen. Yeah. Well, yeah. And how like did I did that? Uh, did you were you still in high school? Yeah. Okay. Did you finish high school? Yeah. Okay. I had actually dropped out of high school, and then um, I was like, well, fuck, I'm having a kid, so I'm going to go back to high school. Oh, okay. And then, so I as soon as I got back to high school, I realized I didn't know what the hell I was doing well, to be a father, like to be a kid. So we had a program called Chances, and I went to my, my principal, and I was like, look, I'm going to be a dad. I want to go to Chances. It's during the day. He said I was the first male, like women had gone to him before for it who were pregnant, but I was the first male in the school at the time ever to have come forward and said he wanted to take afternoons off to go do chances so I could learn how to do the basics. Like, so wait, what is chances? I've heard of this program. It's, I, it's it teaches to, you how to parent? Yeah. So like, it's like, a, I don't know if it's nonprofit or how they get their money, but they um, they help um, single mothers and, and young parents. I, maybe even older but a lot of people who are struggling and they teach you the basics like i learned how to wash a baby how to oh. you know take you know first aid uh, a lot of the things i just stuff stuff i would have no knowledge of how to do even how to change a diaper i mean i knew but interesting yeah i, I, I don't even i don't think we had that when i was in high school i don't, I don't remember that being a program i don't remember that either i knew you could do kind of cover those bases yeah. in like a babysitting course, yeah. right? Um, yeah, right. Which yeah, right. I, I took that, but but I feel like it's a little, little different with like a sort sure. of you're yeah. bringing a, a human into the world. Well, the era I grew up in too, right? I'm an '80s child and a '90s teenager. Sex ed for me was my gym teacher, and whoa, what really? <laughs> yeah, he was my gym teacher. I remember my first sex ed instructor was her gym teacher. Right. It was. Makes sense. They got a lot of anatomy training, right? <laughs> and also, they're the disposable teacher. They're, they're like, yeah, ah, fuck, uh, I don't know, John. We got, we need someone in here. Yeah. And you, you're not teaching Jim for another hour, so get the fuck in there and <laughs> the, tell them about boners. I don't know. The two things I remember were, I don't really remember much of the sex ed class, except it's a lot of laughing and giggling, but I remember writing down like questions, and a lot of it had to do with anal, and, <laughs> uh, and watching a pregnancy, watching a video, oh God, and it was a... F- fucking horror show so it was yeah. like a 70s grainy yellow putrid brown greens and oh. it was like the real thing was not near as bad as watching this video like i had nightmares watching this video it was like an alien coming out of that video literally scarred me yeah literally scarred me i have a hard time today talking about that yeah and right like it's yeah it, it makes me i can't make a fist you know that <laughs> feeling where you like you just feel weak like oh so I, I think i saw the same video and i just remember like a head coming through it was like the baby's crowning and then the baby comes and mm-hmm. you're like oh god and then fluid just fluid yeah it, for me the, like the real thing was not scary except for the very beginning where i just kept seeing forehead and forehead yeah. and forehead yeah. and forehead i'm like oh my god there's something wrong there's no <laughs> this where's the a face cone head. Yeah. <laughs> is, this a, is this a human adult <laughs> yeah <laughs> like what the hell's going on where's the face the, the placenta and all that was actually quite interesting i like i almost wanted to poke it <laughs> oh, <laughs> it looked so like funny. jello were you in the room yeah Oh, okay. oh yeah, I had to be. I want. I was so curious. I wanted to see everything. Okay, so prior to y- your your fatherhood, mm-hmm. you took the chances program. Yeah, and then you were like, you were just like, yeah, you're all for it. You went right into the um, operating room. Yep. Was it a cesarean or was it natural? No, it was natural. Natural. I shouldn't say that. Yep. 
Natural? You're not supposed to call it natural birth anymore because cesareans are so common. They are. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of friends who've had them. Yeah, yeah. What, what is the new word for it? I honestly, the vaginal. There you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Vaginal or it cesarean. Cesarean, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, uh, just out of curiosity, Adam, if this, if you, is, uh, do you all your kids have the same mom? Yep. Okay, cool. That's okay. cool. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Were you guys, uh, t- I didn't, I didn't start getting around until I was much older. Okay. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, let's dive into that then. So you were, you were a pretty young father. Yeah. Time passed. Yep. You, you, uh, you know, obviously you were in a relationship for a, a, a while there, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I've been in, most of my relationships had been quite long. Uh, that was off and on, I'd say about seven years. Uh, and then every relationship after that would be roughly three to five. Okay, sure. Those are chunks of time. That is a lot of, that is well, chunks I went, of time. I had one chunk of time where... I kind of so there was a there was I had a really bad breakup around uh, a time that uh, my father got ill and I kind of was like was like fuck everything and took four years where I just I would not like connect with anybody I refused to have a connection with anybody so just be fucking by like I just and then I started getting really guilty I felt really bad about it purposely so, like you you that was a conscious choice yeah any of the people I would hook up with I'd straight up tell them right off the bat I'm not interested in a relationship. Like, I just don't have it. I right. don't have the emotion, the emotional capability to do it, and I'm just going to hurt you. And so, but what would happen is I would hook up with some people more, you know, over and over, and then I could tell they would be, they would start to get feelings. And then that's when I'd be the asshole. I mean, like, I'm done. Sorry. And yeah. cut it off. Yeah. yeah Too right. much. Yeah. And so that caught up with you. Yeah. That caught up with me for a while. And, and so, yeah, I wasn't making, like, good life choices and everything. I was still, you know, I was still present as a father and, and working. Like, I wasn't affecting any of that. But just my personal life's kind of going to shit. And then I finally, I had a friend kind of step in. It's like, hey, you know, I can see this. I'm going to bring you to a new crowd, introduce some new people. So then I met um, uh, somebody who would become my fiance. We were together for, like, four or five years. That fell through. And kind of my first thought was, like, all right, I'm going back to where I was. Like, this here we shit. go again. Yeah, but I was smart and I went right to counseling, and uh, so and I said I really like this. So I started using counseling to deal with all my shit from my past and everything, and kind of get clear of the air and get everything out. And that's when I decided, you know what? Honestly, like I can take the good that happened. I'm just going to move forward, and I started online dating. And that's kind of where. Hmm. I, For yeah. someone who says they make a lot of. Bad life made a lot of bad life choices. You seem to make some pretty strong life choices in your dark times as well. Choices, yeah. seeing a counselor, like yeah. like taking it on, taking the onus to go. All right, what like what can I do to to make sure that I am setting myself up to win in the long run? Yeah, which is a, a thing that I feel like a lot of people lack yeah. the skill. Yeah, or the ability to like see that, you know, see, is that a, the ability to see far ahead? Yeah, yeah, or the yeah, exactly. Like the long game. Do you, yeah, the did long you game. feel that way at the time? Um, kinda. I so I battled addiction too, okay. which was an issue. Um, and I guess one of my biggest fears was falling back into that. Right. Yeah. Um, and I knew I'd ha- I had to keep mentally healthy. I just did not want to get back into that place I was. Um, and so I thought I was lucky in the sense that my parents had put me in the council when I was a kid because some cool. stuff that happened to me when I was quite young. So I was, I was accustomed to it. 
Right. Um, but I hadn't done it for decades. Like I had not gone back for quite a long time. And as an adult, you, you're kind of a bit more clear. You can kind of see things a bit better than, you know, yeah. I, I knew I, I, I knew what I needed to work on now. Um, and and therapy wouldn't have been an unknown at that point. No, exactly. No. I actually, like, I got it through my work. Like right. I, was the, I, I was like, huh, my work offers this. Why don't I fucking take advantage of this? It's no different than going to get a massage or physio or anything else. It's a massage so, for like, your brain. Yep, yeah. That's ex- I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brain physio. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. 
Good but I knew my I knew what my large portions were already. The fucking Elder Scroll, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, you are, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's cool. Like the 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 kind of the stuff that they can tell you is really neat. I mean, they, yeah. they'll send it back to you and be like, "Your eyes are brown," yep. and you're like, "Well, how the fuck did you know that? I didn't fill that out." And like, yeah, it's all based on your genetics, so they can tell you like, "Here's the here's the likelihood of losing your hair. Here's my the like, heights, you know." I have, a, I'm t- I have a terrifying like Wait, phobia of heights. They can and tell they, they that told you... me I was more likely to have a fear of heights. I don't know how exactly they do that, but what? yeah, it fucking yeah, yeah. I didn't know that they could. I'm kind of. I'm wondering phobias. if there's something I filled out. I, I'm. I was trying to think back to what I filled out, but yeah, I was kind of blown away by that. Dude, we got to put some of our Patreon money towards <laughs> this program. Fuck, yeah, I, I got a deal. To. It was just under two hundred, but I, I had a. Oh. I asked for like birthday money. <laughs> they oh, me some money. cool! <laughs> me some That's money a great idea. They'd be able to tell, they'd be able to tell me if I'm you know that I'm sterile. Like I mean, they, they mm. can tell. Yeah. You, they'll tell yeah. me. They'll tell you shit you already know, but they're also going to tell you a bunch of shit you didn't know. Yep. And they're also going to tell you a bunch of shit you didn't know you didn't know. Yep. You know. Yeah. It's yeah, cool. It's, it's kind of creepy. What was but... the most surprising thing? <sighs> remember? Do you remember reading it and be like, I gotta sit down? It was like, you are well, the none of the health stuff was, was cousin scary. of Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, I, I did have a lot of relatives on there. They're all like third cousins, pretty sure. much. No serial killers? No serial killers that oh, I know okay. of. Right. No, which kind of sucks. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for something <laughs> like that. Yeah. You know, I have some, I have a few well known relatives, but they obviously haven't filled out 23andMe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they haven't connected me. But I, I guess once you're on there and you, and you let your account open, yeah. if anybody else goes on and they open their account, It'll inform me that. You know, is it one or the other? Cool. Like, if you do ancestry.com, does it match up with 23andMe? Or no, I don't like, think no. so. No. Oh, separate separate apps. Fuckers. Yeah. Fuckers. You got to do them both. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. We, yeah, let's do it. I'm right. down. That's all of our Patreon It's exciting. Money. I mean, it's. How do we get onto that? I don't, I don't even know. know. Oh, filling it the. Filling right. It yes. So you were doing plenty of fish. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were doing plenty of fish and, like, okay, Cupid, what, what, was, what was that process like? Well, I, I don't think I've ever used either of those. No. I got way too into it. I think I wrote way too much. I think some people get accused of not writing enough, and I think I wrote an essay the first time I did it. Do you think um, that turned people off? I think to some degree it might have. Yeah. But then again, I might have attracted the perfect people, too. I don't know. All right. Like, I can honestly say, and I've done online dating for quite a few years, I've really never had a bad experience and every single person i've met and i've met and hooked up and dated quite a few people on there i can say i'm still friends they were good suggestions for you yeah wow yeah like i don't have i don't have a horrible any any like the worst experience i ever had was someone who got drunk and she kept comparing me to her dad and wanted to fuck me and i wasn't comfortable with it (laughs) but (laughs) that was interesting memorable (laughs) though memorable yeah Yeah. (laughs) at the time i wasn't comfortable with it i don't know (laughs) are you from here yeah. Okay, so you grew yeah. up here. I well, mean, I mean, I'm from away. I wasn't born here. Oh, uh, yeah. But you, you I came moved here at like two months or three months yeah, old. Type yeah. Of thing. yeah. So you're from yeah. away. Yeah. Classic PEI bullshit. Bullshit. Oh, uh, he's from away. You know <laughs> what? Really you can't count. say it. That's another thing you can't say anymore. You can't say that someone's from away. Why? I don't know. People get offended. Oh. I guess it's because probably there's a, literally a lot of people that f- are from away. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it probably feels a bit. You mean like Chinese people? Yeah. And they're like, ah, yeah, I'm from away, you motherfucker. I'm Chinese. What the fuck do you think? And you're like, oh, sorry. Sorry, It's it's just an island thing. It's an inside joke. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. As a kid growing up here, you knew every person of any different ethnicity or any religion, right? Like, I knew, oh, he lives on that block. She lives on that block. Yeah. (laughs) I've known this girl uh, here for many years. And I only just realized two days ago that her last name is the same name as my grandmother's maiden name. And I was like, wait a second, are we related? And she sends a text to her mom and, and her mom's like, yes, you know, Virgin, my grandmother, yeah. you know, Virgin. 
she's married. She was married. She has one daughter who's married to Bill McFadden, who's my dad. And I was like, that is so fucking weird. And it never even occurred to me. Icelanders, someone has an app that tells you whether or not you're related to somebody. That's right. To make sure you're not fucking your relatives. I'm so happy I can't make that mistake yeah that's right (laughs) very grateful for that yeah yeah you know what it's really funny i never even thought about that but that would be that would be an app that could be useful here be useful here oh i'd say it happens here all the time yeah all the time yeah i mean look at the kids walking down the street you know yep (laughs) you can tell no no (laughs) well you don't really go there i don't think you can say that i think i can say whatever the fuck i want on my own podcast um uh, and also, it's true. I mean, it's. It, man, I'm not saying it's true that all the kids walking no. down PEI look funny, but there are some funny looking kids. I don't know. Kids in general are pretty funny looking. They, they all look funny, really. They yeah. all look like little tadpoles that haven't quite quite developed yet into yeah. perfect. Oh yeah, human beings. But so what? Would, what would you <laughs> say? Would, what would you say would be the most like aside from the the woman with the uh, with the dad? Mm-hmm. issues there um what would you say would be one of the most like memorable experiences you had that maybe maybe didn't last the, in the long run but like was just like a wow kind of experience well, through online dating the biggest one would be the one that did last because yeah. um uh and that the, again the, the irony being a lot of the ones that ended up being kind of really interesting kinky or whatever were, were the, they reached out to me so i was always kind of curious of what i was putting out there that attracted that mm. um because really i funny. i'd never put anything on my I, on my profile saying that i was looking for anything like that so yeah. I, it was just kind of interesting but uh i went i went and met her at a bar this uh, and she um immediately said okay i'm non-monogamous right off the bat just boom this is it i'm married uh and i'm looking to branch out we're looking at a kind of figuring out polyamory and i was like okay and in my, I did not know what any of that meant. I, so, know, I mean, I know what nominomy meant, but I did not know what polyamory meant at the time. She didn't tell you before you guys met up. This was uh, she, there was a bit of the nomino, like nominomy thing in the profile, but not a great detail. Polyamory was not part of the profile. Okay, yeah. So it was interesting because by the end of it, I had like a list on my phone of books to check out, like stuff to read, and <laughs> and I was I was you totally into it. Yeah, yeah, like if you had asked me beforehand if um if somebody came up to you. I'd never even been in an open monogamous. I'm going to slip up on that word every time here. <laughs> I I had never been in an open relationship. So if somebody had asked me beforehand, I would have said, I'm not sure. But the minute I was confronted with it, I was like, fuck, yeah. Do you remember what the list of books were that, that you were given? That no, one of them, the cover had a tree on it or something. More than two. More than two. Yeah, there you go. That's so funny. That's yeah. a good book. It's a good book. Everybody, yeah. if you're ever, if you're at all interested, it's a good book. You should go check it out more than two. Um, so you were right off the bat, you were like, okay, yep. I'm down for this. Totally. Well, it was just more of me trying to do the whole, like, just say yes and just go for it. it like, obviously I wouldn't do anything that I thought was going to be detrimental to me, but were you nervous? Were you like, Ooh, absolutely. I, yeah. 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 But it, I was really curious more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went and, and it was a little bit, so we ended up kind of hooking up and and I, I ended up speaking to one of my children about it I'm quite open with and I was like so this polyamory thing do you know oh yeah, yeah I know all about that that's you know people who have open like they have a relationship with other people like you know it's not just fucking like they have feelings for each other and this and I'm like oh my god I'm so not cool anymore like man, my I, kids know everything yeah. and I don't oh know my shit god, can you imagine I can't <laughs> imagine if my old man was like Jerry let's go get a beer 
And we go out to a fucking bar and he sits me down and he's like, look, have you heard about the word polyamory? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, what is all this about? Yeah. I don't know what I would say. I mean, right? I guess I'd be like, yeah, dad, have you not realized Brody and I are polyamorous? Yeah. <laughs> fucking dope. Yeah. Context. Um, yeah. Context, but, dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, that, that's so, that's so interesting. I love that. I love that yeah. your, your, your daughter, your kid was the one that was like, yeah. Here, it's all good, Dad. Totally cool with it. This is it. Yeah. And I ended up having other dates, too, that ended up... Like, I didn't wear all these poly... Like, none of them were actually from PEI. But they were all on the island, and they were attracted to my profile, and ended up going on three separate dates and finding out at the time, on the date, that they were polyamorous. Did that feel weird to have them only kind of reveal that on the date? Because we... Because, like, when we started things, we were like, we got to be really open up front about this with people mm-hmm. on the first day like not not even on the first date but like in the profile that's how beck and i are going about it right now too yeah, yeah. it didn't feel weird to me um but i don't think i'm like every other guy i think mm. it might mm. and at the risk of um taking a page out of the woman who told you about how much you reminded me uh you of her father mm-hmm. I just had a conversation with my father about this that you're reminding me of right now, which is that there are some people that are, for whatever reason, more receptive Mm -hmm. or more open and have more of these like seemingly rare uh, meetings with people or approaches with people. And whatever it is about you and your personality, same thing with my dad, Mm -hmm. same thing with me. It's like I I do find that people... just feel like they I feel like they see me and they're like I can speak to you about anything yeah. and there's no judgment there yeah. you know that's me in a nutshell <laughs> yeah right but do you think that that's sorry I'm I'm just kind of I want to unpack what you just said there Brad do you think that that's something that um that you bring out in people or do you think that that is mm-hmm. that you are meeting people who are like that inherently to everybody in their life or are you or, or are you saying you meet people and because the two of you have connected, that is a thing that is that that comes out within that person? I'll tell you what it honestly feels like, and this might sound really bizarre, but I sometimes feel like I am a portal. If that makes any sense, you're like talking, you're literally talking to someone who like jerks off to sci-fi. <laughs> it's not that bizarre. Okay. Can, Continue. Okay. I feel sometimes like I am, uh, I'll take another, I'll take another sci-fi, uh, reference, like, um, in a kind of a twisted way, like a babblefish. Do you know what that is? Yes, I know what a babblefish um, is. Where I, it seems like no matter which walk of life or language or whatever, from Toronto to Prince Edward Island to Thailand mm-hmm. to Brazil to all the places I've been in the world, I feel like I get approached on the regular by someone who speaks to me like they've known me their whole life and are just willing to tell me now, or say anything. I, right. Interesting. Because, and this is one of those things that like, and I know we're kind of veering away from from we didn't we haven't even we're we're calling Dirk your story <laughs> we decided Dirk to, here yeah Dirk gently here yep we're kind of veering away from your your story here but I, but I think this is kind of interesting and 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 I, I do want to kind of dive into it a little bit um one thing that 
you probably know, but you don't know as much as I know because I hear it much more than you'll ever hear it because people won't say it to your face. But you, the way that people talk about you, partic- in particular to me. Are and you I'm about guess- to tell me that I'm AI? <laughs> in particular to me, and, and, and I'm sure other people who talk about you with other people, is everyone I've ever talked to about you or that they've chosen to talk to me about you has has brought forth this like this feeling that they have about you in that you are like very unique in in that you have this ability to like make them feel really comfortable like you 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 have a very like tangible effect on people when they meet you whether they meet you briefly or whether they, they they've known you for a long time and uh and i i i just i love that i think it's so like special and i i think it's really beautiful um but it but i but it also makes me kind of question like is that and this is getting a little woo woo but is that something that you are you attracting that or is that just you and you do that to other people you know cuz i also i also feel like i i have the ability to meet people no matter who the fuck i meet i feel pretty you can strong you talk to anybody yes mm. i feel pretty like I feel pretty grounded in the fact in knowing that it doesn't matter who the fuck walks through that door. Mm. When they walk in, I can go, Hey, let's have a conversation, you yeah. know? And like, I love that. And, but I, to me, I feel like that's an ability that I have. Yeah. Well, right. actually I didn't know you that long and I think I divulged quite a bit to you. Yeah, well, I mean, the first day we met, we had to make out in a scene. And I was like, okay, this could be awkward. And we just went for it. And then after the scene, uh, everyone was like, hey, guys, the camera's not on you. So (laughs) (laughs) So I I do think it's really interesting and and like kind of ties back, sort of ties back into what you were saying, Dirk, about meeting people and like it, like almost magnetically being pulled towards these people that just happen to be like hey what's up i'm shelly and i'm a fucking freak in the sheets i've got these crazy kinks like do you what like what do you where do you think that comes from i don't necessarily attract i'm a nervous like i have social anxiety i'm i'm horrible like nervous wreck most of the time but one-on-one i'm quite comfortable so in a minute i can like start talking with somebody i find people get really comfortable with me people really open up to me my whole life has been that i've had a lot of a lot of friends who have divulged their deepest secrets to me my entire life. That's mm-hmm. just been, I don't know what it is about me that does that, though. I think because I listen. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's because I listen. And then I try to yeah. give honest feedback if I have anything to give back. <laughs> Generally non-judgmental, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. I think that's that's the key. I think it is, too. Yeah. Listening is a, is, I think listening is a skill. Oh, it is. And and it's yeah. something that if you don't work, then... It also can be really exploited. Yeah. And I'm sure you've had that experience before, too. Well, I, I like, a lot, I can, I can talk about myself forever, too. And I, ha- and I will, ne- especially, I'm very cognizant now to tell myself, shut, shut the fuck up and mm-hmm. let them talk. Let them have a, a, a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where... yeah. That's something I, I need to work on. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely love talking. And I love the sound of my own voice, and I know that I do. Hmm. It's it's so yeah. odd with you though, because you do, but you also are so curious about other people. That's right, I am. 
which is very like it's very challenging it is as an outsider to be like what is happening here you're talking a lot but i think this person is enjoying your Company. But what you have to say is interesting, yeah. and it can all, and it can yeah. and it, and and it's can, a good jumping off point, oftentimes for with people like you to go into like conversations go everywhere to right? go anywhere, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. kind of great. That's my favorite thing is conversations yeah. that just go anywhere. Yeah. Okay, so well, all right, let's let's pull it back in then. Let's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice the uh, <laughs> stop listening to your own voice. Let's pull it back in and 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 you so you end up meeting this this one particular person. Mm-hmm. And she's all about the non uh, the the non consensual. Fuck! Why do I keep? I'm gonna trip up and keep swallowing that word every time I go to say it. Consensual non monogamy. Consensual non monogamy. Yes. Thank you. Um, uh, do you do you just dive right into that relationship? Um, in a sense, yeah. And and is this someone yeah. that you actually is this the person that you're currently with right now? Yeah. How did long the, have you guys been together? Uh, we'll be going on two years soon. Okay, yeah. sweet. Now, did you did you meet her significant other within so that? Things sort get of... funky. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. So buckle um, up. <laughs> we um, we hooked up, uh, and he was seeing somebody else as well. Um, they were in a different province, and we were here. So that was kind of part of what led to it kind of difficult to meet up. And I mean, yeah. we, 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 we planned like many times to meet up and there was always kind of something getting in the way. But I honestly wanted to meet him. I was, you know, I, I wasn't, a ner- I was a little nervous, but I was pretty excited about meeting him and everything. Um, but we were, I don't know how long we were together, maybe eight months. I'm just kind of guessing right now, eight or nine months. Whoa, and before they, you and him met? No, uh, before they uh, divorced. Okay. Oh. So. Oh, so wait, you never met him? No. Okay. Whoa! No, so it was it was kind of a weird place to be uh, to be in a polyamorous relationship, but now having this happen and the significant other, yeah, like they're they're, they're the significant couple, and to see that happening and kind of trying to figure out what my role is and mm-hmm. where what I should do, yeah, and it's like I've never been in a position before where I'm. I'm currently in love and with in a relationship with a person who is heart has been broken and yeah. is like going through this whole process. So it's uh, being a whole kind of wild ride. Was yeah. it scary for you? Yeah, terrifying. Because I've I've thought a lot about you know our situation, Bridie, and like you know have thought, well, what if Bridie and I, what if I died, or what mm-hmm. if Bridie and I got divorced? Mm-hmm. How would that? How would that look for Becca or how would that look for your boyfriend? Like what would, what would they feel? What would they be going through? Um, I'm sure you dying would it be a little different <laughs> well, yeah. for everybody sure, involved but, uh, sure. than Sorry. us divorcing. I probably shouldn't have. Com- I didn't mean to compare those two things <laughs> as, if, as if they are like equal. Yeah. But th- both of those scenarios have come through my mind. Like I, I just mean that. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, but yeah, like I, I, I've, I've thought about that, and and I can't really wrap my head around what that would what that would feel like for Becca, or what that would mean. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, everybody kind of it's like that it's like I'm picturing like a Tetris and how the line disappears and all the other pieces have to fall into a new what a place. Fucking yeah. great analogy. And you take one piece out. Yeah. And what happens? What's the what's the, the whole landscape changes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. 
and yeah. now your role is different and now hmm. do you become the primary do you become i like, guess but there was like a whole period where like <clears throat> our relationship was teetering too like yeah. i mean the, the thing is is like they need to mourn they yeah. need to be alone too at mm-hmm. times there's a lot going on um obviously like sex all that kind of goes to the side all that kind of like everything it it's finding my place my footing was the difficult thing and really it was to be support yeah when she needed me to not if i felt like i was too much or she was you know getting really you know frustrated with me that's my time to just yeah disappear (laughs) did you have to be told that or did you did you sort of navigate that and figure that um i navigated choices program for that yeah i wish right (laughs) <laughs> I didn't read that in the book either. I should I should have read further. <laughs> but uh and and this to be said too. So I she was my significant. I didn't have anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um so and she because it, it's still even now is still, you know, a raw nerve and still healing. Yeah. Um and I have been given she has said I can go out and if i want to hook up with somebody she's totally fine with that she understands that because of just you know where we've been and everything and uh i haven't which is kind of weird because i think of again if somebody told me years ago here's go have a fun. card go have fun i'd yeah. probably be like oh okay but i don't know how to go about it i don't do know you... what to say to somebody yeah. <laughs> or to like i wouldn't even know what to do what do you mean by that? Like you, like you just mean, um, let's say you, let's say right now you do have this because does she live here now or is yeah, she, currently? Is, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's say you had the urge right now to be like, I kind of want to like, I kind of want to just see what it feels like to explore with somebody else. Hmm. You, you, you just don't know how you would like take Meet that next step. Someone? Yeah. Because I certainly wouldn't be looking for a relationship. Right. Well, not like a relationship like that that had any sort of like attachment feelings wise. Um, I don't mind making friends mm-hmm. and hooking up and stuff, and that's fine. But I certainly wouldn't be looking for a relationship. And I, I think, how does a guy go about putting that on a profile that yeah. they're in a relationship? It, it just how do you just not say I just hey I want to fuck. Yeah. More fuck like I don't know that's not I, that's not uh, me. I think the acronym is not. DTF. DTF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? That's that's the scenario that I'm in right now. Yeah. And, but I definitely don't, I've never said that. I've never right? said it in that way. And I couldn't. That's no. Yeah. Cause that's, that's greasy. Right. That's real fucking greasy. Yeah. Um, but I think there is something to be said about, about communicating to a potential new partner that like, hey, cause I, you, you said it earlier. Look, I'm not looking to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really just looking for casual companionship. Yeah. A friend, um, but I'm also sexually active and interested in exploring that with others. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, there's definitely a lot of people out there that are like, well, that's not for me. Yeah. Sweet. But there's, I've found that there's a surprising li- amount yeah. of people out there that are like, sweet. I'm in the exact same boat. I'm way too fucking caught up in work. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even want to think about having to have a boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend or what have you. Um, and that's exactly where I'm at too. Yeah. Uh, or, or another just example, something that I'm, I'm currently dealing with right now is like, cool. Well, I have a husband and a boyfriend and <laughs> I'm not looking for another one of those. Yeah. 
There you go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's there's other people in the community of, of polyamory and, and open relationships where it's just like sweet. Like we're both in the exact same boat. Yeah. But yeah, that whole like, hey, what are you looking for? It's such a you know, like You're right, it is easy. It is really easy, but somehow anyway I think of it, it comes off so easy and I know it shouldn't. And yeah, I, I just I mean, that's what I have to get I my think it can. It yeah. can, but it doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, do you think that's the that's the primary thing keeping you away from it, or do you just do you think honestly you're like, well, I don't I don't need it. I'm not really interested. I honestly, in I don't need it, but <laughs> like, I'm also that option has always been there from the beginning. That's been right. part of this relationship, and mm-hmm. so. But it wasn't something you were looking for. It wasn't in the beginning. ever. You ended up in it exactly, and so huh. at some point, I think I may like to explore. Do you consider yourself poly? absolutely was i don't know if we are now we're kind of uh because of the way things went we're, we're a bit more just like uh, monogamish sure. i think is how we're calling it at the moment and does she does she uh explore talking to other people um not at the moment she hasn't but she did have like a, another gentleman that that was exactly what i just said somebody that she would just like was a friend with would hook up with but nothing beyond that yeah um um and she's with that aside too but she has been kind of you know, playing with the idea of maybe going back to that. And so that's where I've been kind of thinking about it too. But, uh, does that make you nervous? Um, no, that's no, cool. I know what his that's position great. is and what their position was. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And I think that's a really good question. Uh, Jeremy, that you asked about, um, uh, that led to that because I, uh, the definition of polyamorous, I've had to defend a little bit lately. Um, because I don't personally identify as polyamorous. I don't use it as an identifier for how I am in relationships. But Mm. I, I, you know, I'll say that we're in an open relationship, but I'm also in a monogamous relationship with my boyfriend. And I, the word polyamorous doesn't really resonate with me. Tried Mm. it on for a Mm. bit. I know you identify the way I know our podcast is described as we're a polyamorous couple Mm -hmm. but lately I've had to think a lot a lot about that and for me it's a philosophy it's like I understand if I'm to call myself polyamorous what I mean by that is I believe that it's possible healthy and normal to love more than one person at a time Mm -hmm. and that there is a scale for the way you can express for love like yeah yeah it's not black and white the way that i was raised like your friends or you're married or you know you're in a relationship what's that crazy graph right that crazy graph we've talked about this like this fucking wild graph that that we saw from that workshop at south by southwest with christopher ryan and it's like a flow chart but it's really like a flow chart. It's a flow like, chart if you just like flow came yeah. all over it and then mixed it up because the your like water got or like a flow chart yeah. was made out of gremlins and water got poured over it and it just multiplied into like yeah. chaos. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks it's the, like. It's the most fu- like to call it a graph is fucking stupid because it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. But it's this perfect example of like polyamory does not have one definition. Mm-hmm. Well, it's sure it has one definition, but it, that definition can look a thousand different ways. And yeah. so I would argue with you, Bridie, like, yeah, whatever, like, oh, don't label me like labels are the devil. Sure, whatever. But you know what? Just for simplicity's sake, 
you are polyamorous because you are in a married relationship and also a completely separate monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. And that relationship is connected in that he knows who I am. I know who he is. Mm -hmm. All three of us can, can um, very pleasantly spend time together in the same room Uh and you can, you know, you can stay at his house for weeks upon end where I don't sleep in the same bed as you and that's okay. And, and vice versa. Like it, that Mm -hmm. is to me, that is, that is polyamory. Although, although you're not seeing anybody else outside of him or me yet, I am doing the complete opposite of that. Yeah. That's fair. Polyamory does, polyamory does not look any specific way. It can look a million different ways, but yeah. I think you, would, you could call yourself polyamorous. And that's why I definitely call, like, would have, I was definitely in a polyamorous relationship. Right, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in a full hog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you, not not to but say that you I'm have to saying, identify yeah. that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> you identify no. the way you want to identify. Like, I'd be confused of where I identify now myself. Because, like, like I said, that's yeah. why we, we're kind of using monogamish. I just yeah. don't know. Yeah. And again, like, labeling is weird. I'm not used to labeling until like, you know, five years ago, I was just a straight guy. (laughs) But now you're cisgendered. I'm everything. I can't even keep up with it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I want to suck a dick tonight. I can't figure it out. I mean, yeah, I have made out with men. Yeah. yeah. I I have kissed men. Uh, I uh, have too. And it's so fun. I've only kissed two men. Uh, One guy twice. Uh, More on like kind of a dare type thing but not a dare like this weird right. uh, it was fine a dare where you do it and then you kind of pop prickly I wish he had shaved more sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what she said I don't like him hairy either yeah no yeah. like I think I don't even think no I don't think I had and a yet beard you then. both have beards and yeah, mustaches I don't, yeah, I don't no. think I had a beard then though <laughs> I'll have a beard but I want those smooth boys you yeah. Hear? Yeah. yeah listen fellas I'm getting the I'm getting the fucking messages from you guys yeah. you guys are slipping into my DMs and you're and it's give me a little bit of the heebie jeebies but if you're gonna do it you better be Shave fucking yeah stubble. you better be clean i get i've been hit on quite a bit by very attractive men and i really wish i did swing that way and i i've 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 gone i've sat up in bed at night like thinking like is that in me at all like Could because I i'm not like it? there's no part of me is like horrified and running away no but i'm not like jumping eat i'm not like i'm not interested either but i'm totally flattered yeah and i love the attention yeah. <laughs> so i'm just like it i don't it's awesome I, yeah so i don't know really how to go back i'm the man thing. i feel like we are so similar in that yeah. way like i i always say i always revert to that that classic uh stepbrothers quote like there there's so much more room for activities yeah yeah if if that was the case but yeah i also value the opinion of gay men of me over yep. most other people i think there's just there's just something like that feels very esteeming to have them compliment your dancing they, or your clothes they've got the, the they've got they've got amazing aesthetic uh uh opinions i they mean watch straight, queer eye for the straight guy oh my god I right. bawled is, my it, eyes is it queer out. eye for the straight guy or just queer eye it's just queer eye now queer yeah. eye because okay, they yeah. they have done i think women as well right and they do and they do queer guys yeah they do yeah well, i only just saw the most recent one Oh, it's. I'd never gone. I ne- didn't hear of it before. I heard of it, but I'd never seen any of the original. Yeah, I just recently binged the whole first season, and I cried my eyes out the whole time. <laughs> it's a really good show. I gotta watch it. I it's yeah. It. You haven't watched it? No, I know we talked about it. I still haven't watched it. I haven't had time. I haven't had fucking time to. I'm trying to watch Maniac, and See? like you every time no I sit down to watch it, I fall asleep because I'm so fucking tired. To watch five gay best friends I transform <laughs> a man who just. 
has a good thing going but just can't get his shit together. And toenails that are like coming out of his shoe. Yeah. Oh, that oh God. Yeah, that you don't have time for that? <laughs> I, babe, I don't have time to wipe my own ass after I shit. Yeah. I feel you there. I'm bit, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm having a hard time If you know what I'm saying, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode is sponsored by Tushy.com. We got to talk to her. We gotta figure that out. Oh my God. Speaking of that, we, we should, we maybe cut this out of the episode because it's redundant, but I did, we did a live show, sick boy live show mm-hmm. in Toronto a couple days ago. Oh, nice. Fucking went awesome. Everyone who came out, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. It was, it was so fucking fun. We did an episode with this young woman who has ulcerative colitis. Mm-hmm. The whole show we talked about poop. The whole show. You would have hated it, Bridie. My favorite subject. You would have fucking hated it. I would have shit. But in the middle of the show, some beautiful young gentleman in the very far back wearing a fucking Blue Jays cap shouted out, Tushy! And he wasn't talking about the porn yeah. site. He was talking about Tushy.com. And he was talking bidet. about the bidet that he oh. had just bought that week. You can, they're really affordable. Look, I know that she's reached out to us to talk about the podcast and talk about what she's up to. I think we should have her on the podcast. And I'm hoping... Maybe she's listening it comes right now. with one. Didn't Better you guys yet, just recently talk about two a bidet in a bidets. podcast? We Probably. might have. Yeah, <laughs> it's Jeremy's new thing. It's yeah. I love yeah. bidets. Yeah. I love them too. The earliest one I ever encountered was at my grandmother's house when I was a kid. And she had one. But it was one of those porcelain ones that mm-hmm. was right next to the toilet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's this? Yeah. And no one would tell me. But Yeah, the invention I of it. I tried it. As a kid, scared the shit out of me. The invention of inserting it into the ground? toilet, that's the that's key. Yeah. Right? Well, like, remember that time we were in Vegas and the seats were heated and there was a retractable bidet? It's called the Toto Washlet 3000. <laughs> nice. It is $2,450 or something like that. <gasps> Literally. What? Yeah. So if you want to splooge. Shit in you know, gold. Wow. Daddy's making that cheddar. I got to say... <laughs> For the amount that we talk about cleaning, I was thinking about this the other day when, because we argue a lot about whether or not it's, it's uh, healthy to clean your butthole out with soap. Um, we don't that's, argue. I heard that. I heard. Yeah. We don't argue. I say it's <laughs> and she says, well, I do it anyway. Um, I think a bidet is probably a, a, a good answer. To also that. squatty potty. Squatty potty. Yeah. Oh, well, I already put my feet up on the seat. I don't yeah. need that. Yeah. But I got excellent balance. You don't, you don't, it's like a fucking monkey. You don't got to be afraid of falling off. That's all. Yeah. yeah that's the thing. Eventually, I like I mine. wouldn't recommend it to my grandmother mm, no. because yeah, you, that's how you break a hip. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. my balance is pretty good. So know. what's uh, what's life? What's like your your sexual life looking like now? I mean, you, you know, I, I'm, I you guys have been together for two years. Yeah. And. Um, I guess almost a year in the, the divorce happened Things smoothed out I take it Well sex life was amazing um, Right now it's still kind of uh, it, It's uh, Not really existing at the moment Hopefully yeah. it's going to come back It's There's still a lot going <laughs> A lot of emotions and stuff happening still yeah. That's pushing our way through it um, But that being said like I'm much i don't know it's funny just in the time we when we were still uh still fucking and messing around uh i this relationship has made me realize a lot more about myself when it comes to sex and kinks and the things i enjoy stuff i just never stuff i took for granted like what and well so 
you guys had on one of your earliest podcasts, you had a gentleman on, I think he was a burlesque dancer or something. Yep. It's like one of the or very early ones. Yes, yeah, and Stu. Stu Metz. Yes, Stu. I'd love to meet this guy because he was saying a great guy. that one of the things he loves for him that his biggest turn on is just going down on a woman and making them climax and then he can walk away. Like he doesn't need to get laid. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that is 100% me. My whole life has been that. I've never been able to like explain that to a woman really <laughs> like that that is what like is my big thing like i just i just want to go down all day i don't like I, I could care less if i get laid that's great if i do yeah but i can take all that with me home and i'm totally fine right but like getting a woman to orgasm in my face while i'm down there is like the best thing in the world that's like my number one favorite thing awesome. and i've been told that i have an ass fetish which i didn't know i had you have an ass, <laughs> an fetish. ass fetish i okay. love asses I like guess. ass like did you just like worship an ass i worship um, yeah yeah are you but worship. are you like is it just the ass or are you like yeah anal all the way all day baby or like um that's the funny thing so no not anal anal is weird for me i don't um it never crosses my mind. I never think of doing anal. I'm not right. against it. I have done it. Yeah. But I never, I've never asked to do it. Anytime about, I've done it, I've been asked to do it. Right. What about eating it? Yes. Yeah. You do, and you like it, and you go for that unprovoked? Yeah. Unprovoked. Huh. Interesting. I feel like there's a... Yeah, I get it. It's like, it's kind of, you just, you don't even, you just don't even... You know, it's, it's just like weird. it happens and then you're done and then you're like oh yeah yeah, yeah well I could have put it in your ass but I, just but never even thought. I yeah. bet there's a lot of women that hear that because I think I would have been one of those women who would have heard that and I remember when Stu said that I was like Bullshit. all right advertisement for Stu yeah yeah, yeah. you know like hey, line up ladies yeah. but uh but I've met now it's rare but I've met now a, a handful of not even of folks that um are really into just having a vagina in their mouth for as long as possible. And um, the, it almost always correlates to liking butt as well. Yep. It's, and I got to say, it's a pretty nice thing to stumble across. Yeah, kind of a ra- yeah, rare treat. <laughs> Look, I've never been a breast guy. All my, every guy I know is like a breast guy, tits, 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 and I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I could be around a million topless women and I could read a book. I don't, it doesn't do anything for me <laughs> at all. <laughs> right, yeah. It's what's below. It's That's what yeah. always has been my turn on. Yeah. And I just, it totally, yeah. I also can't, and I've realized this too, is I cannot stand fully shaved. Uh-huh. And it has become a major I don't like turn off for me. I don't yeah. like it either. Yeah. Okay, I, gotta say, can I just say something? Because not pubic, not all pubic hair grooming is about being attractive I get to that. men. Yeah, um, no, I and I, I, I appreciate that there's something nice to look at when yeah. there's hair there, and there's like change of texture and change of color and whatnot. Um, and I'm sure this will evolve and change throughout my lifetime. But like, I always had a bush like for a really long time. None of my sexual partners really said anything about it. I, yeah. I mean, until you, but not I didn't until. Fight. No, no, no. Let me finish. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. All right. Listening. You didn't acknowledge it till long into our sexual relationship. I didn't acknowledge it until you did. Fair. Okay. I just want to say, it wasn't like you were like, whoa, no way. No, of course. Like, I, no, I didn't acknowledge not. anything. And then one day you came to me and you're like, what I'm do you think? What, what are your thoughts about Brazilians? And I was like, uh, they're they're nice people. I and then you're like, no, 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 like <laughs> Brazilian. And then I was like, oh well, I, you know, I'm da- like I love a good clean. Yeah. Area. Well, it's very clean. But 
but, but what I, I want to say you know is I mean. that oh, I totally know what you mean. There, I, I total appearance aside, it just like as somebody who, and sorry, I got no ladies. Millie, you got to be my lady in the house here right now. <laughs> as who gets a period and doesn't like tampons or yeah. or cups or putting things up there. It's just so nice to not have any hair sometimes. Yeah. That just yeah. gets in the fucking That's way. That's how I feel about wiping my own asshole. Yeah. Is when I don't have hair on my asshole, I'm like, There's a man, great that feels nice. comedian on Netflix, and I've been telling you to watch him, and you're like, oh, he's not that funny. But he says the same thing. He's like, if you got poop in the hair on your head, you wouldn't just take toilet paper and dab it away. You absolutely no. wouldn't. <laughs> no. And here's the thing. <laughs> I love... I love the taste of poop. No, I love e- I love eating out. Bop, butthole. I love the idea of eating ass. Yeah, but if you have hair on your ass, yeah, I'm never gonna put my tongue there. Yeah, because of the hair, and it's only because of the hair, and it doesn't even doesn't matter if it's like a little bit of hair. I just can't do. It. Can't, I just because it holds the poop. It holds yeah. the poop in. <laughs> so far, I've been lucky. It's never been an issue. You, you what? It's never been an issue so far for me. But I've okay. never, never, you've never yeah. tasted poop. That was nope. actually one. Of, I was going to ask you that question about your butthole licking. Uh, um, if you've tasted, if poop. you've ever, if it's ever, if you've been like, ah, uh, huh. I don't think you would know if you were. I honestly don't poop. think you would either. I don't think it'd be much. Because you'd be, a, oh yeah, and you'd probably just you'd be, know. yeah. If it's that bad, if you're ta- like, you'd yeah. smell it before you. Yeah, you. That's, that's a good point. Think, and you'd right? see that's it a good point. beforehand too. Yeah. The thing, yeah, the thing is, you get like. I don't know. And also, like, so come back to the pubic hair thing. Everybody has their own preference. Yes. Some people love just yep. some some people, men, women, women, everybody, people have a preference of how they look. Yeah. Some people love looking completely shaven. And that's, you know what? That's great. I, and it, to me, it's not so much of a turnoff that I'll be like, oh, I feel weird. But what I am, if I wanted to talk about like personally, what I love, mm-hmm. what I love is like no hair, Lavia um, back. Yeah, like basically like a Brazilian, yeah. but just leave that big old patch yes. right on the top. That's, that's what pub- I'm well that's what I'm talking about. That pubage cabbage patch kid patch. When I want that. I when love I was that. a kid, <laughs> like again, I grew up in the eighties and nineties. So yeah. for me Those Playboy the closest magazines thing back you got then? to see to a vagina was the hairline. That's yeah. right. That was what was really hot. <laughs> and like mm-hmm. you were just like oh my god like that was exciting as a kid yeah yeah and so it still excites me like that's yeah. carried on through through everything it also just looks it looks you can do lots of things with it too you can yep. tra- you can shave it into a heart you can make little railroad tracks you can, you can grab have it, it long you can grab <laughs> it short you can grab it i like the idea of grabbing pubic hair a, yeah, a tuft of pubic hair. Not grabbing it and like fucking yanking <laughs> on it. But have you ever had someone grab your scalp hair? Yeah. yeah. And not pull on it, but just give it a nice little just traction. Feels good. Feels good. And I yeah. bet you. It feels great. Well, I know that it feels good too to have your. It also feels great to be traction. totally bare. To be honest. Oh, yeah. imagine. Yeah. As yeah. a tiny little bit of me that is a tiny bit sadomasochistic yeah feels great to have it ripped fucking right out during a brazilian that's true i yeah. feel like i have to do it at least once you should oh, i want to go get completely do it. done. i had my asshole waxed and it was well your butthole doesn't but how hurt far do you go because i got hair down my legs well too. that's so, the like, thing like, so you gotta wax like, the whole body you, you gotta do, it. Be a seal. Just do it all, just do it all. <laughs> i mean like you know like you don't you could do it up to like here yeah, yeah just you know, the like, crease because yeah, like that like looks kind of yeah. normal like once it stops at the like all right i'm getting into the area that i probably wouldn't want someone to see on a public bus yeah which is not your dick and balls it's pretty <laughs> far up it's pretty you know 
You don't want you don't want your grandma <laughs> seeing the, the crux of your leg and your hip. You know, no. once you get to there, it's like stop. Only there. wax the hair you wouldn't want your grandma to see. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Yeah. It's a perfect fucking rule. <laughs> <laughs> uh yo i think we gotta wrap this up we're uh we're pushed for time here all right um it, dirk is there anything you thought we might talk about that yeah. we didn't get to talk about i mean i could go on there was other things i've i've kind of been turned on with we, stuff, we can we yeah. i don't know how long yet i, I i've uh, i really want to explore more rope play yeah stuff. ah really you guys should talk rope about play that really play is fun yeah and i've been i've been actually contemplating trying to make it over to halifax for one of the workshops because they had seem to have really good ones over there well tied up tea you should look up tied up yeah tea. i did she was on your podcast and, and i was like she offers workshops and uh and everyone i've spoken to who's done it speaks very highly of it yeah it'd be a fun little trip for you and the lady yeah. do you like the idea of uh suspension as well uh yeah i'd like to try it out yeah um i would like to have it done to me but i would really love to learn how to do it yeah yeah i tend to be um a lot of the traditionally i've dated a lot of women who i would guess would be in kind of a dom role i've right. always been a little bit submissive but i am becoming more and more dominating i find interesting now and you know what rope play is a really different kind of dominating i find mm-hmm. because it's slow very yeah. slow and the beauty and the art to it. Yeah. Just, I love the look of it. And there's something really like sensual about that mm. and drawn out and there's something very, yeah, there's so, yeah, I was like, this might not be the right word, but something also very loving about it. Yeah. Even in the domination of it, mm. you know, there's very, it's very, there's a, there's a caretaker element to it, you know, because you, you need that because it's, you're using rope that can, that that can actually like impede you know nerves yeah. and, and and blood flow and so you have to be very careful yeah but also in that care there's this there's this this power dynamic and it's it's very it's it great. is it's very beautiful yeah. yeah yeah well i you know what I, I we talked about it before we even started rolling about you know having you on more than once and i think this is probably definitely for sure gonna I have be a that, lot more i can talk about yeah definitely gonna be that Let's case uh well thank you dirk thank you yeah means a lot. It's been exciting. And uh, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next week, as we always are. And in the meantime, we could use your support. You can head on over to uh, patreon.com slash termion and uh, give the podcast some support there financially. It's basically what allows us to do things like this, come to PEI and speak to people outside of our own little Halifax community. Um, and there's a bunch of exclusive content and shit you can get over there. Um but you know what's even more important than that? If you don't have money, if you're poor, but you're listening to podcasts on your iPhone, just saying, uh, you could <laughs> give us a give us a hand by going over to Apple Podcasts and doing what, Bridie? Uh Rate, subscribe, review, give us those stars, those five stars. All those things. Um, because that keeps us up at the recognizable part of the charts where other people can find us. You can also just tell some friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah, tell a bud. You can follow us on Instagram as well. Yep. Uh, you can send us your pictures of your bum. If you don't feel like you can post pictures of your bum on yep. your own Instagram, you can post them on ours. We'd be happy to. We're on Facebook and Twitter too, but Facebook doesn't really like us. And Twitter, it's just too much. Who Let's does do that it. anymore? Please a lot of die, people. Twitter. You know, Please Twitter hasn't die. died. No, and it won't die. Please don't die. You're my news source. Um, again, thank you all so much. That is it for this week. And until next week. Go fight yourself.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.